finding out what people are are trying to do what they're trying to accomplish and also seeing how they do it how how they're able to pull it off and being able to be a part of that and being able to be even instrumental in something like that coming to fruition for those people and having it change their lives is something that that really drives me and that's what got me into it okay so like when did you start your journey before this stop that what exactly you were doing yeah so i have been a coach for about 10 years wow. and up until the last five or so i've been i was doing it more uh part-time with my clients that I had I had a construction company before that and then I had done a video company that I was able to sell and through those different companies I was helping people grow their business and helping them you know achieve those successes and the more I did that the more I realized that is what I liked most about the companies that I had and that's what made me do the coaching full time and and step out of owning those other businesses okay so bill since you have got a lot of experience in coaching as well as in business then uh, what do you think that are the most important quality for a successful coach to possess when it comes to being an entrepreneur you definitely have to have a mindset where you can rely on yourself. You are the person who's going to fight the most for your business. You're the person that's going to stand up for your business and really the one who should and will have the most passion for your business. So you have to be able to have a good self-reliance and a good ability to to make those decisions through, you know, your own uh, moral fiber if you will. And with that trait, then you can start working on some of the other things where, um, you know, putting in the extra time if it's necessary, being able to get others to follow you to achieve that same goal that you have and really be willing to have a strong work ethic, especially in the very beginning of a company and in the beginning of a business, because that's where a lot of that investment, whether it's time, money, energy, any of that is going to build that strong foundation so that when you're later in the business, it can continue to succeed through whatever hurdles it might come about. So those are some of the traits that I think stand out as essential for an entrepreneur. Vitality is really important. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, so Bill, let's talk about your what. Like, how do you approach are working with your clients? Like, who are really struggling to achieve their goals? So, when I work with a client, the first thing I do is really get a clear focus on their vision. You know, what is it that they they want to do? Um, sometimes they might not be as clear as they think they are on what that vision is, and you know, it's really important to get that first focus because then we know where we want to head. Once we know exactly. you know what they're trying to accomplish then i can start diving into okay what are we missing or what do we have that we aren't using so maybe they 
have a strength, but they haven't used it yet because they're trying to do something else. So for example, maybe they're a real estate agent and one of the industry standards is to cold call or email campaign and things like that, but maybe they're really good at networking and they haven't used that yet. So helping them realize that their strengths can be used even in a place that it might not be the first thing that they're taught. Not necessarily the most common, but it, it, sometimes it's the first thing they're taught to do those things. So, you know, bringing in their strengths to, to conquer these hurdles or obstacles that they might be in facing. And once we figure out what their strengths are, figure out what they're trying to accomplish and what they have to overcome, then we can start working on a plan to, brick, to uh, fix that. You know, so whatever that plan might entail. Maybe it's something with their marketing or something with uh, keeping everyone motivated and excited to be in the company. Putting that plan together and then working on executing it and remaining accountable, getting it all done after we've already laid out what it is that we need to get done. Because yeah, sometimes yeah. creating the plan is exciting, but then we don't do it. So that last part is very important. Yeah, that's the common problem. And understanding them, knowing them, what they are really looking for is a great skill if I talk about like a coach project, because the most important thing is that like understanding your clients and knowing exactly what they are looking for then you can be able to coach them so that is the most important thing absolutely i completely agree yeah okay so like bill do you do one-on-one -on -one coaching or you do group coaching or you teach masters like how do you do your work like how do you coach most of what i do is one-on-one -on -one coaching i can do group coaching um i've had a, a few times that it's come into play but my my niche is mostly in one-on-one -on -one coaching and helping either the owner of the company or someone specifically that they have in their company that needs coaching achieve whatever those goals are, giving them that one-on-one focus, helping them through whatever steps it might be. So for example, some people might just need a weekly accountability along with creating a plan. Other people might need more hands-on where we need to actually walk through some of the procedures that we're putting together so that it clicks with them and they're like, okay, now I understand what you said. And then they can start implementing it. So mostly what the one-on-one -on -one coaching, the group coaching I've done with sales teams and um, teams like that, you know, one ones for maybe a marketing team, usually it comes in a team format where there's more than one person who can benefit from either the training or the knowledge that we're going through, or they all need to work together anyway. So it's important for us to practice everything together so that they build that relationship. Yeah. So basically like you would teach in online or offline also you are providing coaching. So I do both. Most Mostly it's through Zoom because most of my clients aren't local to me, but I have some local gut people who I will go in and do different things with them. So for example, I'm working with a contractor. So some of the things that we do are some estimates together and I walk him through the property with him so he can kind of get into practice of what we want those walkthroughs to be like, what do we need to keep track of? So it depends on, on what the client needs. You know, if I had a client who wasn't local, who needed me to come in to, to do something specific, I still can, but for the most part, through Zoom and online kind of trainings. And do you have your online course? Like most of the business coaches nowadays having there because of the social media and you know the online marketing stuff. So do you have your online program? So I I don't have any online programs when it comes to courses you can purchase or particular set ways that I work with my clients. I like to take a more like customizable approach because not every single person is the same. And I think the biggest thing that is different about me as a business coach is I really do focus on that relationship that I have with that person so that I can really feel what they want to do. Where are their strengths? And it gets to the point where they can come into a session, I can see their face and know exactly what's going through their head. And I'm like, okay, when did this happen? What happened? 
how are we going to get through this? I understand you're frustrated because I, I'm putting myself in your headspace. So when I work with my clients, it because it's such a you know focus on that, it, it's not something that is very scripted or, or routine. Now, there are definite things that I always focus on with each person, if nothing else, just to go through and see where they're at with it, making sure that they keep track of their sales numbers, making sure that they're actually keeping track of their financials. What are they keeping track of? So the business fundamentals always come into play with what we're doing. The way I go about it is very devoted to that person. Because then when I say, hey, this is the thing that we need to do to fix this, they feel that attachment. They feel like it's theirs. They feel passionate about how we're going to fix this as opposed to me giving them a set way of here's how you keep track of your numbers. Do it exactly like I said. Don't customize anything. Like to me, that that doesn't match with how I build my relationship. So that's why I focus on making sure that they can attach it because I feel like they also will be more driven to do it, to get it done. They'll feel more focused and able to, to complete those things. That's awesome. Okay, so business means challenges and we are facing a lot of challenges in life because life means, you know, like most of the time we are facing problems or not. So how do you stay motivated and continue grow as a coach? So for me personally, the biggest thing that drives me to, to want to continue is two things. One, my family, because I want to make sure I can provide for them make sure that I can continue to you know, support everybody and give them what they want. And then two, it's that feeling I get when I help a client achieve something or get through something or you know whatever it may be. So if they're heading towards retirement, getting them to that goal where they realize and they're like, oh, I got here. Or getting the company ready to sell or even just building that company so that they can hire that new employee. Seeing them achieve those different things is what drives me to continue to want to, to bring in more clients and work with more people to help them realize that stuff as well. Okay, so Bill, let's talk some entrepreneurs thing. Since most of the marketing has shifted online, right? So especially the social media thing. So how do you think the advantage of online marketing? Yeah, so for me, I'm using LinkedIn mainly for my marketing with doing some direct messaging. I do post some content and I'm also doing networking events online. So I do my own networking events every first Thursday through Zoom. And then I do a business summit every October. And what I'm doing is in the networking events, I'm focusing on building a community that can connect with each other and then also refer work to each other. And then with the business summit, what I'm doing is I'm interviewing different professionals on their field, you know, about the different topics that they might see their clients having or different things that they might be covering. So for example, if I'm talking to one of the social media, we might focus on some of the social medias that they work with and, and how they work or why a business might need to do it. And we pre-record those interviews and then we have a week of networking in October and any participants also get those videos. So they get to learn more knowledge, get to connect with the speakers because they come to the event as well. And it's kind of like my networking event maximized. So that's mainly what I'm doing online. And then obviously so just working with referrals and building my network is my third generation source, if you will. Okay, so Vin, what are some misconceptions about coaching? Because you know, like people have a lot of you know, myths or they that you know misconceptions are always going on the market, right? So how do you address them with your clients? So a lot of the the misconceptions that I run into is the, the biggest one that stands out is I don't need a coach, and I think that really comes from an aspect of not understanding what a business coach is. Because the business coach, if they're doing their job correctly, isn't someone who's just simply saying, "Did you do your work?" and that's it. 
A business coach is basically like having a partner in your company. So if you're a CEO, they can be your COO. If you're a COO, they're going to be the CEO. And there's someone who's going to be working with you so closely, hand in hand, who is helping you achieve what you need to. They're going to keep you on track, yes, but they're also going to help you work through business issues. They're going to help you stay motivated on those days that suck. They're going to help you move forward and, and make decisions that are not just one person making a choice, but one person who's consulting someone who can be the set of eyes who's like, okay, I like what you're doing here, but this seems like a problem. Talk me through how you're going to try to achieve that. You know, even if you are confident that it's going to work, can give you that extra set of eyes so that you're not running into an issue down the line or maybe not thinking of every avenue that could happen, especially with the way that the, the business industry itself is changing with all the different problems that we're now facing into with retaining our employees, keeping people motivated. How do we sell when everything is pretty much online anymore? You know, especially if we are a brick and mortar, how do we keep people coming to our stores opposed to just getting it off of Amazon? So businesses in general need to understand that you know, as you get bigger, the more people you can bounce ideas off of and the more you can have people in your corner who are fighting for you, the easier and better you're going to be able to move forward through all of that. And some other misconceptions is a lot of like, okay, you know, this expense isn't justified. You know, so a lot of people are like, well, I, I don't have the money to pay a coach right now. And with that one, as an entrepreneur, we always have to understand that you are going to invest in things and there will be a return on investment. So when it comes to making that decision, you know, you need to look at all the different things that you're investing in and see what you're going to get back. So, you know, when it comes to the coaching, what is that going to bring back? Do you have a specific thing that you're trying to launch? So you have an event maybe, or you have a new website you're trying to launch or a new vertical you're trying to grow. Those are good times to have a coach in your pocket because they're going to help you make the right choices, make the right expenses, make the right decisions to keep moving that all forward. So even though you invest money with the coach, you're saving money in the long run because you're not making any mistakes because you just either don't know or you don't have other people to bounce it off of, you know, and have them tell you, okay, yes, we need to create the website, but we don't need to do this part yet. Or maybe we need to get on social media, but let's not do all of them. You know, so keeping you on track, it's going to save you money in the long run. You're going to move that much faster through everything. So, you know, there is a third uh, thing that is out there where we're all the same. We all do the same thing. And I think it's a matter of making sure you understand that you have the choice in which coach you work with. Find one that actually vibes with you, one that's going to tackle the different things that you need to get done. You know, if you're a manufacturing company and you're looking for to manufacture a new line, you need a coach that's very knowledgeable in those areas. You know, if you're looking to increase your sales, find someone who's really good at finances or growing sales in general. So, I mean, finding the right coach for you is a choice that you need to understand is in your pocket. Like it's your decision. You don't have to just go with the first person you find. So those are some of the things that I'm running into and that, you know, I think that are out there. Like instead of figuring out the things on your own, you can easily hire a coach and use the experience so that you can get the growth as fast as possible. Absolutely. And that's definitely another benefit of having a coach slash consultant in your back pocket. Yeah, because you have to use other people's experience. You have to learn from other people's mistakes in order to grow faster because life is very short and we do not have that much of time. The smart one always seek for others' experience, others' knowledge so that they can use in their business and also. Absolutely. Okay, so if you write a book about yourself, then how do you name it and why? I think it would be more 
geared towards the journey that I've had in business because I think that it deeply impacted how I ended up where I am today. And I think that it also, one of the key takeaways for me was being able to grow through mistakes and learning from each one and not repeating it, I think is how I could continue to move forward. So as far as what I would name it, I don't know. I've never thought about writing a book, so I don't know the title off the top of my tongue, but um, maybe like business journey or something. I don't know. Something like that, I think. Okay, <laughs> that's good. Okay, so Bill, any final message that you'd want to share with our listener? I think that the biggest thing that I would mention for anybody who, who's an entrepreneur is really find what you love in what you're doing and make sure that that becomes the key thing that drives your business because it's what's going to make it something you can do every day. It's what's going to get you over those times when you feel down or that you're not succeeding or things aren't going your way and to also help you be able to, to show that passion to the people you're trying to serve as well. And it comes across when you enjoy what you do and when you don't enjoy what you do. And it makes sales and all the different things that we have to do to make a business successful that much easier. Great. Okay, so tell us about your Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, or any other social media platform so that our audience can find you and get in touch with you. Absolutely. So I am on LinkedIn, and my LinkedIn is Bill Marshall. That's the uh, name. And you can also find my website, which has all my social medias on it as well. And that's just coachbillmarshall.com. Okay. If our audience wants to reach out to you regarding any particular coaching need, then how, how do they reach out to you directly? So another great way would be to just shoot me an email. And that's just coachbillmarshall at gmail.com. And um, you can also go to my website and contact me through there. Guys, do make sure you follow Bill as he's a wonderful person with great personality. So that was today's episode of Sparking Entrepreneur Show. Thank you, Bill, for being on the show. And it was an honor to host you today. Thank you. I really appreciate your time. Thanks again, Bill. So that's it. I am your host, Subrat, signing off. And you guys have a wonderful day. Bye, guys. 